This episode of Bosses for Bosses, a podcast for entrepreneurs, is sponsored by Meyer Business Law and is intended for general educational purposes. It's for fun. For specific professional advice, reach out to any one of us. It's our summer free-for-all. Hi, I'm Elisa McCabe at First Steps Financial. Hi, I'm Aisha Hamilton from the Hamilton Law Firm. I'm Josh Irons with River Avenue Digital. And I'm Jason Meyer, the principal lawyer at Meyer Business Law. Hey, we're all bosses. And if you're running a business or a team or running your own career, then you're a boss too. These days, we're all entrepreneurs, using our wits and our enduring creativity to stay nimble and to turn whatever we've got into success. Aisha, Elisa, Josh, and me, we all run companies that help other bosses with different aspects of their enterprise because entrepreneurship is our passion. And this is Bosses for Bosses, a podcast for entrepreneurs. So hi, everybody. As I said, this is kind of our summer free-for-all. We want to have a chance to you know, not be tied down to a topic and to chat about what we want to talk, chat about in the world of entrepreneurship, particularly in light of like the summer's over, the fall is beginning. This was going to be our summer of freedom into our fall of normalcy instead of it was our summer of restraints heading to our fall of, oh, no, not this again. <laughs> but uh, we're all in kind of a summer mood. We've all had some breaks where it's to me, I would say this is the time or maybe a Labor Day to me is always like really the true new year for business. When we get to December into January, we're so focused on closing out one year, opening the new calendar year, getting forms filed, getting documents done. It's like there's no break. To me, it isn't really a, a new year. The new year to me, the time when I sit back and say, okay, get geared, charge at it again. What's my goal? What are we doing? That to me is Labor Day. And as we record this, we're right at the beginning of that cycle. Before you even get there, you, you yeah. said something that I that totally sticks in my craw. You said something okay. about taking a break. <laughs> like I got a break. How, how, Josh, Jason, Elisa, how do you as entrepreneurs take a meaningful break, which, which I'm going to define as you're not checking your email while you're away. You have your out of office on. You're not coordinating phone calls. You're not doing any work-related work. Is that even possible? I think it happens in, in year three or four that you're able to at least go away and not take meetings. <laughs> Wait, I'm on year 16. <laughs> but you've been away, but you've checked oh, your email. I have not been I've away. I've been away, but where? no, it's all email. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I feel the same way. I actually just was reading an article about Tim Ferriss's big on like the four-hour workday. And, you know, you do your most productive work in four hours. And they said they a monk was on and he was saying, like, that's all we do. Like, we, we're done after four hours. We're done. And they said, well, what about all the other things that are left hanging? Like all the things you have to do. They say you get over it after a while. So I say this to you about checking emails. Just don't do it. It'll be OK. This is this is advice from a monk. Who like what the the busiest thing he's got to do is bottle some brandy, like saving lives. So I I mean I've come up it's you never get away. I could share a couple of things that I do that are sort of successful. One is when I wasn't running a personal service business like a law firm or a consultancy. When I was running a sort of more normal kind of business, the only thing I figured out to do 
was to shut the whole business down. So like I ran a publishing business. And what I said to employees is you get three weeks of paid vacation. I tell you when one of those weeks is. Oh, that's really, that's really interesting. So three weeks was at the time, this was in the 90s, was pretty generous. Still actually not too shabby. And the whole thing was, it isn't two weeks. It's three weeks off. And we would take a week in August and shut the whole place down and just told our clients, like, the business is closed this week. And that was the only way I, as the entrepreneur and boss, could really get the full week off. Even so, stuff happens. What I do now, and I saw your your out of office email said exactly that, right? The office is closed, Mm -hmm. and we need this time to recharge. So I saw this tip just before I went on vacation a couple, you know, in the last couple weeks, which said use your out of office email to your advantage, put some value in it. So I tried that, and I have an out of office message that says studies research shows that getting away and shutting down are good for productivity and, and creativity in the long run. And I had a link to an article that said that. And I said, well, you want us to be productive and creative, right? So we're closed. <laughs> and, and But I always add, I mean, this is me. This is my own mania. I always add clients, if you have an emergent matter, you have my cell phone. And I don't put my cell phone on the out-of-office message. So it's like, if you were already a client, and you know my cell phone, which all my clients do, and you have a problem, then you call me or text me. And I use that as the way to know that if there's really an emergency, somebody will call me. That being said, do I look at my email? Yes, I look at my email. Is it because Uh, we're addicted to it though? So this is my point. Is it truly that we can't get away or is it because we are making that choice? I would say I think it's because I'm a lawyer in private practice and things happen to my clients that have to be addressed in that week. And it's nice that I'm on vacation, but part of my duty to my clients is to be there if they really have a problem. But wouldn't I've given them a message, you? ideally. And I, I also um, don't want to I'll give you the second to half 3, of 3,000 emails. Me neither. Yeah. No, I, I feel that way too. I don't want to come back to a million emails. So mm-hmm. I like putting that out of office that like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to respond to emails, but I love what you said about putting, and if you are a current client, you can text me. I actually really like that because- Who's going to bug somebody on vacation unless it's an emergency? Yeah, I had a boss who once said, you know, if it's good news, I don't need to hear it. If it's bad news, I don't want to hear it. Don't bother (laughs) me. Here's one other tip for entrepreneurs, and but it's it's kind of a first world tip, I will admit, which is, so my kids are all adults. We are all, you know, they take after me in terms of being kind of type A about work. The other thing we have done as a family is to say, we're going to try and get away for more than a week two weeks if we possibly can. If it's two weeks, the first week is like, yeah, understood. People are going to be writing. They're going to be doing emails. They got a little work to finish up that they couldn't get done before they left town, right? That's fair game first week. And then second week is off the grid. And that's the way we get relaxed family time together. And so you sort of kind of wind down and then you have the time off, but it's not perfect. We take off, we close the office between Christmas and New Year's and we send out notifications to our clients letting them know that like, we're going to be closed. Everybody puts an away message on for that week. But we also tell our current clients, like, of course, your payroll will be run. Everything will be done, but we are just on, you know, a much lighter schedule. Do I look at emails? I do. I do spend more time with my family. and But I think I'm going to try to put my cell phone number, not put it on there, but say, if it's an emergency, you can reach out to me, please text me. 
for me, it's just about setting expectations. Hey, I'm going away. I'll be available to you, but you know, I'm going to be with my family. And I think we, we've gotten to the point where we have a group of clients that understands that and understands our values and we share similar values. I think we've grown to that point. A year and a half ago, two years ago, no way. If you need me at, at 11.30 PM, hey, I'm going to be on my phone, even if I'm at the bar, on the beach, whatever it may be. <laughs> that's just the way that I think it is. And that's that's the life we chose, as they say. And it has two sides to it. You can choose how much you want to work as an entrepreneur, and you can choose how little. So the other side of it is, is that you are working all the time. The one tip I have is to hire someone who can take over some duties for you. So I have a chief of staff and she takes everything off my plate. And if I'm gone for a week, she's okay with handling everything that comes in. If it's a new client, if there's an issue on the team that you know she knows who to, to just delve it out to. So that- well, And even has- if that person can just be a gatekeeper. Right? Yes. Even if it can just be like, call X person and X yes. person already knows what my expectations are in terms of when you call me and when you don't call me. And then, you know, the call doesn't go unanswered. And she reads my emails. And so I don't come home to 3000 emails. Yeah. Well, the other thing is if, if you're if you're sitting by the pool with a cocktail and all of a sudden you see the phone say, Gina, your heart's going to drop because like, oh, man, this is bad. Oh, this, <laughs> this is bad. bad. <laughs> it's totally true. But on the flip side, you're by the pool with a cocktail. So bring it. Right. And there's another flip side, Aisha, which I think I have to remind myself of, which is, do I never really get a full week off? Yeah, in a way, I never get a week off. On the other hand, if it's two o'clock in the afternoon, I don't have meetings the rest of the day and it's a pretty day or kids are home from college or whatever else. And I feel like I'm going to stop working right now. There's nobody telling me I can't. And that's the flip side for entrepreneurs is... Do you lose that week? I mean, there's nothing like, hey, there's nothing like salaried paid vacation. And you go away and you come back and look, the money's still in your account. That's <laughs> awesome, right? That's great. But the trade-off is the control of the rest of your life. And what, one thing that I started doing is kind of trying to take weekends to myself. So I think we may have mentioned this before, but I we bought an RV earlier this summer. And now from Friday around 3 until Sunday afternoon, me and my family, we get on the RV and Usually there's no Wi-Fi, so it's a little bit difficult to check email, but we have family time and that wasn't happening. I would Weekends before we did that, I was sitting on the chair in the living room and doing a little bit of work and, and catching up on things that I missed during the week or getting prepared for the next week. But So you're thumbs up on the RV life? Is that what you're Thumbs you're up on the RV life, but I'm also oh, okay. thumbs up on carving out time to say, you know what, I'm going to make a commitment to be present during this time and sticking to it. Sticking to it's the hard part, but at least acknowledging that it's going to be good. So instead of taking that two-week vacation or a week vacation, we're doing mini vacations, which are a lot better for my psyche because I'm, I, don't, I don't stress out as much. I have a client who's a single mother and she runs a very successful business and she's never worked on weekends and she would have to stop work at five o'clock because she had to take care of her kids. And I thought... And you still have a successful business. Well, I guess it can be done. So if you had to stop, if you had to do it, if you didn't have limitless time, could you still create a successful business? And she's done it. So I think, you know, it's possible that we can take that time off and not have too much of a detriment. Well, I think it depends I sh- though. We're doing these college tours 
around the Midwest and up in Boston last week. And when we went out for seven days driving through the Midwest, I did take my laptop. And every night, it was a few hours of dealing with stuff, dealing with phone calls, dealing with contracts, all of it. This last time we went up to Boston, we were gone Tuesday through Friday. I said to myself, I'm not taking my laptop or my iPad. I will just deal with it on my phone. It caused me more stress by just having to deal with these stupid emails on my phone. (laughs) It's not easy. So do what you need to do to just manage your stress. If it's saying, I'm not going to check at all, then have a chief of staff in place. Have yourself practice that contingency plan long before you ever go on vacation. I was talking to an attorney yesterday who said, you know, she and her husband are the main owners of their practice and they have a bunch of people that work for them. They both went away for two weeks and discovered all of these holes in their procedures. So you want to test run your procedures before you're ever gone. Make sure they work. Probably not at the time, but what a great thing to learn because that allows you to say like, okay, I know where the holes are. I'm going to be able to make those improvements. So then the next time you go away, it's just that much better. And it is, and I I do have to say, as an entrepreneur, you have to realize you have to take these things in steps. So it might be, okay, I'm not going to work weekends. Okay, I'm not, I'm going to go away for three days. And this is what's going to happen in those three days. And then you see what happens in those three days. It's definitely taking things in increments. I don't recommend leaving your business for a couple of weeks without having a really good contingency plan. Absolutely. I mean, and truth be told, I do have my laptop with me when we're RVing and I connect it to my phone if I need something. And I will make sure that I'm doing that before anybody else wakes up. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I'll get up at five, put the chair outside under the awning, <sighs> smell everybody's burning embers and... Uh, and do a little bit of work. And I mean, oh, the good thing is I love what I do. So oh, man, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. As long as I'm not taken away from that family time, which is the priority for me. Yeah. So guess what, Aisha? Your topic has filled all of our time. And that's exactly what the, that's exactly what the summer free for all is about. And I'm going to take my topic and put a pin in it and we'll do it in another episode. And we will be back with our boss moves of the week right after this message. Hi, it's Jason again. I love entrepreneurship. The energy, the optimism, the enduring creativity it takes to build a team, build a business, overcome challenges, and succeed on an idea and limited resources. And that's why I left the big law firms to start or help run nine different privately held businesses. And it's why in 2009, I founded Meyer Business Law. Meyer Business Law is a law firm dedicated to entrepreneurs and the businesses that they run. Our mission is to provide you with counsel and value at every stage and every step, from startup to formation, to growing and expanding, to making your relationships formal, to your exit, and all the contracts, deals, and challenges in between. Find out more about us at MeyerBusinessLaw.com, and then let's talk about your company and your goals, because Meyer Business Law is counsel for growing businesses. Okay, so... Boss moves of the week on a topic we made up on the fly, which is how we get away and what we break. Any final thoughts or pieces of advice for entrepreneurs 
desperate to figure out how to take a breath. Here, I'll go first. I've got one on top of my mind, which is what I was thinking about as you guys were talking, which is compartmentalize. There's nothing wrong with compartmentalization as a coping mechanism. Don't feel guilty about it. Use it. Whatever it is, create a box around it. If it's five in the morning under the awning, but then you know you're set for the rest of the day, right? If it's Someone else is going to drive and I'm going to turn on the hot spot in the car till we get to our destination. If it's 10 o'clock at night before I go to bed, actually, I wouldn't advise that one. Maybe it's, look, I'm going to work three hours in the morning on Tuesday, and then I'm going to work three hours at the end of the day on Wednesday. And that means Tuesday noon to Wednesday 3 p.m., I'm off the grid. Whatever it is, sort of set those internal boundaries, give yourself some break. And my own advice when you compartmentalize is then get outside, go play golf, tennis, take a hike, get your green diet. It makes an enormous difference. And one thing I love about hiking and golf is when you're doing it, you cannot think about anything else but the activity you're in. Compartmentalize. That was a long boss move. Who's next? I'll go next. I, I think the boss move is just make sure you you have a contingency plan, whatever it is, however small it is, however big it is, and test it before you go so you can actually then do what Jason advises us to do. I'll go next. Um, it's just about setting expectations, setting expectations for the people that you're with on your vacation, setting expectations for yourself, and setting expectations for your clients. And that tends to eliminate a little bit more of the stress than it was there. I'm just going to piggyback on what Josh was saying. It's about communication. So letting everybody know exactly what your plans are, how you plan to spend your vacation and what your expectations are for your staff, for your clients, but communicating that effectively so that everybody understands. That is terrific. And Josh, Aisha, Alisa, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Bosses for Bosses, a production of Smart Boss Media. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd like even more to help your business grow. If you have any questions or want to contact any of the folks on this podcast, you can just email us at info at smartboss.media. Also at smartboss.media, you'll find any resources and links that go along with this podcast. And you can find links to other podcasts and resources for entrepreneurs and learn how Smart Boss Media can help you get your business podcast launched and listened to like this one is. It's your one stop for information to help you listen, create, and thrive as an entrepreneur. Visit smartboss.media.